Hey everybody and welcome back to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I apologize for not recording a podcast last week. I had to, I was dealing with a little head cold so I was just making sure that I did not have COVID. Turns out I did not, but I was just being safe and sound just like everyone should be if you have any symptoms as like a head cold or anything. Do the right thing, take precaution because who knows, a lot of people are asymptomatic and then that can also put your family members at risk. Well, I was just double checking and I apologize for not doing a podcast last week. But Swoop Radio is back this week and man, I am so excited because for today's podcast, it's going to be a little bit of a longer one than usual. One, because I I did not do a podcast last week. And two, the NBA draft happened this past Wednesday. The 76ers are making great deals. And obviously, I got to get into the football. I got to get into football, too. So Swoop Radio has a lot in store for you guys today. And before we get started, you can tune in every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Anchor.fm, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. Just search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, and I will pop right up. But for today's podcast, we have to get into the NBA draft at first, guys, because man, man, oh man, oh man, a lot has happened in the NBA draft. This NBA draft was very interesting because we did not really get a chance to see these prospects play March Madness and also play in very tight and great games with the stakes are at the highest. So a lot of these draft prospects, they really couldn't work out like usual. But a lot of these draft prospects, you don't really know what you're going to get. And the Minnesota Timberwolves obviously went with Anthony Edwards. He is an absolute beast out of Georgia. He has the body and the explosiveness to be very to be one of the best young guys in the league but what it comes down to is that will and that firepower and we all know that's just something you just don't teach people it's either you have that will to be successful and the strive for greatness or you don't and Anthony Edwards goes into an environment with the Minnesota Timberwolves that have had a problem with young talented players for example Andrew Wiggins super talented but just did not have that drive. Carl Anthony Towns has had a rough year with COVID. He lost his mom. Does he still have the will to play and dominate like he's supposed to? Then you have D'Angelo Russell, another young guy. He's a little eh when it comes to his leadership. So this culture is not really the best for Edwards. But if he can overcome that, his talent and, and and his ceiling is through the roof. And he can be a great, he could be one of the best number one picks. But again, it comes down to, does he have that drive and does he want to? Um, Wiseman, the Warriors. And I got to talk about the Warriors. And I might even talk about the Warriors now. Because man, I had them as my pick to really give the Lakers a tough run for their money. Like I, if, and I've been telling people. If the Lakers did not get a third star and the Warriors all came back healthy and they got why and they got James Wiseman out of Memphis, the Warriors would have came out of the West because James Wiseman, 
is, in my opinion, I think he is the. I think he's going to be one of the best players in this draft. Uh, you have a guy he's seven seven foot one. He could she could space the floor just good enough. Great rim protector and great size. And you pair a seven foot one center. The only flaw the Warriors had. Well, now I'll get into Clay Thompson in a little bit. But you paired him up with a Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Man, man, oh man, oh man, that Warriors team is scary. But sad news happened on Wednesday as well. As the as I was watching the draft, Clay Thompson tore his right Achilles. And this has been a thing when it comes down to injuries, guys. Whenever someone gets a leg injury in their left leg, usually their next injury is on their right leg because you put so much strain and tear on your other leg when when your other one when the one that you hurt is recovering. So like for example, Deshaun Watson tore his I believe his right ACL in college or in high school and then in the NFL his rookie year he tore his other leg. So that that's usually what happens with players that get a serious injury, their other leg usually gets affected and it sucks because Klay Thompson, obviously, Splash Brother, all-star, all-NBA player, one of the best two-way shooting guards of the game. The Warriors are going to miss him a lot, and the Warriors are going to have to make a move in free agency to make up for his lack of shooting because they have Curry, they have Draymond, they have Andrew Wiggins, and they have James Wiseman. I really think he's going to be a great player for them. They just need to get that perfect compliment too. And it just sucks because Klay Thompson, what he means to the Warriors, he means everything to the Warriors. So that was the second pick and what's been going on in Golden State. We'll see what happens though. The the NBA free agency starts next week, I believe, or this weekend. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see more deals happen, but it sucks. And then the third pick, I'm just talking about the first three. The third pick is LaMelo Ball and Charlotte. My only highlight, I really don't like the fit here in Charlotte for LaMelo just because because you have the Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier. There's a lot of guards there, and I know he can make everyone better, so I think he's going to get playtime. But I just, I don't know. His, I just have a weird feeling with his fit in Charlotte. But we'll see. Hopefully, he can turn out to be a stud in Charlotte because Charlotte needs a winner. And they need to establish a winning culture. And that's something that's been lacking there. And that's what LaMelo Ball can possibly give. But LeVar Ball can finally play one-on-one against Michael Jordan. I want to see that. Michael Jordan will probably cook him. But that's just instant television and for fun purposes. Now we got to get into the 76ers because, man, you want to talk about winners of the draft? In my opinion, I think that the 76ers were by far the winners of the draft. And here's why. Because before, before the Sixers had this draft, we had so many problems when it came 
when, uh, when it came to when it came to contracts. Sorry, guys, as I'm just reestablishing my notes. Al Horford cost us over 100 million, or around there. Josh Josh Richardson, another contract that's just way too much, way past his value. And we got rid of both of those players. So the Philadelphia 76ers, before the draft, they traded a first-round pick in 2025, a second-round pick, and traded Al Horford to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Danny Green and Travis Ferguson, two guys that are great. Well, two good complement role players. And then the Sixers traded in the middle of the draft a first-round pick, and Josh Richardson to the Mavericks. Well, not a first-round pick, second-round pick. Second-round pick and Josh Richardson to the Mavericks for Seth Curry. So now the Sixers have two guys that can complement Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid that shoot over 40% from three-point from, from three range. So now the Sixers are going to have that spacing that was slacking so much last season and now Ben Simmons and Joel B can attack the paint at will and dominate so as of right now the Sixers starting five is Ben Simmons at point guard Seth Curry Danny Green or Matisse Stiebel Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid that is a solid great not great but good solid uh, borderline great starting five because Seth Curry is so underrated and to make things weird, Doc Rivers is <laughs> Seth Curry married Doc Rivers' daughter, so he's coaching his father-in-law. It's just it's it's hilarious. You just you just can't make this stuff up, guys. You just can't make it up. So that's what the Sixers did in the in the draft. And to make things even better, the Philadelphia 76ers had a great draft. And I'm, I'm just excited to see what all these guys are going to play. So the Philadelphia 76ers, here's who they drafted. In the first round, they drafted combo guard out of Kentucky, Tyrese Maxey. And he's a guy that's not really the best of shooters, in my opinion. He's not. He shot 29% from deep. But I think he'll develop into a good, solid jump shooter. And he attacks the paint and plays ball. And when you play with Ben Simmons, you need guys that are aggressive and that are going to attack the paint at will. And that's what Tyrese Maxey can do. I'm definitely taking him over Ish Smith. Not Ish Smith. Um, the other guy. The other Smith with the eighth pick. I'm taking him over. I'm taking Maxey over him any day. And then the Sixers also got Isaiah Joe as well. Another good, another good guard out of Iowa State. Or no, Razorbacks. I'm sorry, guys. I'm mixing up my teams. I apologize. But this is another steal, too. And he can shoot the ball. And he can play some great... Bas- is great basketball IQ. And then the Sixers also got Paul Reed from DePaul. So the Sixers got three guys that can shoot. Well, that can semi-shoot. But guys that are not scared to take the shot. Play basketball and play aggressive. And I'm just excited. I'm excited to see what this, what the draft prospects are going to do. I'm excited to see what the Sixers are going to do from here on out. Maury and Brand are working together. Maury, Brand, and Rivers are working together very well. 
And the Sixers are progressing to the right direction. And that's what matters. I came out of last night excited and happy for this next season for the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm ready for them to get started. Seth Curry, highly underrated. His defense is eh, it's okay. But he shoots 45% from three. He averages around 16 to 18 points a game. That's solid. Maybe, if, even if he gives the Sixers 15, that's solid. That's all you need. Tobias Harris, Doc Rivers knows how to coach him. He got the best out of him. Tobias Harris was a 20-point game score under Doc Rivers. So you got to put that into another factor. Then you add Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and then Danny Green, who, who is a streaky shooter. And also, to make matters even better, the Sixers cleared up some cap room to either get Zach Levine or Bradley Beal. But the trade, I know the Sixers gave up a couple first-round picks. So in terms of assets, the Sixers are kind of running low. But if not this offseason, definitely next offseason, the Sixers should probably make another free agent splash. So the sky's the limit for the Philadelphia 76ers. And as a fan and as an analyst, I am super excited. The Sixers were definitely one of the had one of the best drafts. Either the Sixers or the Kings had the best draft by far out of all the teams. So I'm excited. But what do you guys think about the picks, the Sixers, anything? Tune in to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Message me. And also, my email should be there on my podcast webpage at thesanchise515 at gmail.com. I hope you guys stick around and stay tuned to my second topic of today's podcast. I got to talk about my terrible week picks this past weekend. Absolutely awful. By far the worst weekend of the year. But stick around, guys. You guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, and welcome to the second and final topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about the Sixers and all the NBA moves. I also talked about Klay Thompson tearing his Achilles. So sad, man, for the for the Warriors. But hopefully, they'll bounce back. I really like Wiseman, and it looks like they're in this in the right direction. Uh, the Warriors, and also your Philadelphia 76ers. Now, we got to get into some football because, oh my gosh, I am beyond furious. As happy I am about the Sixers and what they've done this offseason, I got to remind you guys about the team that sucks in the Philadelphia Eagles. They They played absolutely putrid football, and they disgust me. And to make matters worse, Doug Peterson, every time I listen to him on a press conference, he just pisses me off. More and more. And I'm just, I'm beyond furious with him. I cannot stand Doug Peterson because he, he just makes Don, he just talks so stupid when he's on the press conferences. You just have to just tune and listen to him. They make you cringe and they piss you off. And as a fan, I'm disgusted. We deserve a lot better. 
and this is the new norm nine and seven nine and seven and now three five and one barely winning the division if we get the division i'm gonna it's not even like we deserve to be division winners the eagles suck the giants flat out outplayed them from start to finish the first two drives the new york giants had over 90 rushing yards that's embarrassing Jim Swartz is definitely losing his job this offseason. He has to go. The Eagles need a new face on the defensive side of the ball. Someone that actually will press the corners and play a little bit more aggressive. That's what needs to happen in Philly. But, and to make matters worse, my picks, I went 0-4 last week. So hopefully no one took my advice. Thank goodness I didn't record my picks. That must have been a sign like, hey, you need to do a podcast this week or else your picks are going to suffer. And for the year, I am 29, 29, 17, and 1. So I'm still solid on my picks. And I'll get into my weekly picks in a second. But who knows what the Eagles are going to do. Because if they don't win this week, they got they got the Browns this week. The Eagles have the Seahawks next week. Then the Eagles have... Man, it just gets worse and worse. Then the Eagles have the Packers. And then they have the Saints. And and I don't see them winning any of their next three games. So, this is the only winnable game the Eagles have in four weeks. And as an Eagles fan, I can only just sit and cringe and hope that we don't even win a division and get a high draft pick at this point. Because this is embarrassing. But let's get started with the tax at hand, and that is Swoop Radio's weekly picks. I'm going to work my way backwards. So I'm going to start with Monday night's game between the Buccaneers and the Rams. The Rams are playing great football on the defensive side of things. Ever since that Bears game, they really bounced back, and they've just dominated. Well, not really dominated. They lost to the Dolphins. They dominated last week against Seattle. I honestly, I love Tampa Bay this week. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Rams. The Rams are a good, solid team, but they're just missing Jared Goff. I don't really trust Jared Goff enough. And I think that's what's lacking with this Rams team. Then I'm going to go with the Sunday night game between Kansas City and the Raiders. The Raiders beat the Kansas City Chiefs earlier in the year. I think Kansas City gets their revenge, and and I honestly think they dominate. The Raiders on Sunday night. Well, not dominate, but I think they'll win a close one. Patrick Mahomes, 25 touchdowns, one interception. So, so far, I have the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Next game, you have the 7-2 Packers and the 6-3 Colts. The Colts are playing great, solid football, and they proved me wrong last week, and and they beat the Tennessee Titans. I think the Colts beat the Packers, especially being at home. That defense is solid, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have problems against the Colts' defense uh, this this week. So that's three games down. I'll do two more. I will do the Thursday night game. Actually, no. Which one am I going to? Which one am I going to exclude? Thursday night. I'll exclude Thursday night. So I will do the Ravens and the Titans this Sunday. I got the Baltimore Ravens beating the tennis. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to think about this one. The Ravens lost a tough one to New England. 
the Titans are, they have a lot of holes defensively. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Titans. I think that their run game will be too much for Tennessee. I know Tennessee found a way to beat them in the playoffs, but I think the Ravens get their revenge and win a close one. I think a last second field goal by Justin Tucker, 27-24. And then my last game of the week, I got to pick either Eagles or Browns. I'm actually going to pick the Eagles this week to beat the Browns. I think that they'll get the job done. As bad as they played last week, whenever the Eagles are have their backs against the wall, they usually show up. Cleveland is due for a disappointment, so I like Philly to beat the Browns and improve the 4-5-1. and one. So for my weekly picks, I got the Eagles, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs, Buccaneers. So hopefully, uh, Swoop Radio will get the games right for this week. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinions. Eagles fans, I want to hear you because this is this is rough. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe out there, guys. And tune in again to every on every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm your host, Swoop Radio, with Josh Sanchez. Tune in, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Stay safe, everyone. This is Josh, now officially signing off. Swoop!